It's 8.16 here, and so a week after his historic summit with U.S. President Donald Trump in Singapore, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un stepped out of his country's border once again and went to Beijing on Tuesday to meet with President Xi Jinping of China, marking their third summit since March. On his end, President Trump announced a suspension of the scheduled joint military exercise with South Korea. Now, Professor Tong Kim visiting scholar at Korea University and visiting professor at the University of North Korean Studies, joins us this morning for further discussion. Professor Kim has retired from the U.S. Department of State as the senior Korean language interpreter after 27 years of service as well. Good morning, Professor. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining this morning. Um, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un visited Beijing this week probably to discuss the outcome of the U.S. and North Korea summit and how is that turning out? Yes, uh, I think you're right. Uh, probably first thing uh, Xi Jinping wanted to hear about from Kim Jong-un would have been uh, what was the real substance at the uh, Singapore summit last week. And... Uh, they could have discussed how they're going to approach this uh, uh, issue of denuclearization. If you remember, during their first meeting in March, Kim Jong-un told Xi Jinping that he preferred to have a phased, synchronized approach to the whole process of denuclearization. So I don't think that the principle has changed, but nevertheless, there are a lot of... Uh, uh, sticking points as far as U.S. is concerned to go through this process. Process, well, you can say process has may have begun, but uh, it's a long way to go. And uh, of course, the second part, which is as well uh, as as important to Kim Jong Un as a nuclear issue, is the North Korea's economic development. And I'm sure uh, the Chinese uh, will uh, assure him of kind of things that China can do to help. Uh, Kim Jong-un develop uh, his economy. Uh, from uh, China's point of view, North Korea has traditionally been a buffer zone, and uh, there's a lot of uh, things can uh, happen, uh, uh, affect the Chinese interests as well. And uh, Professor Yang Mujin of the University of North Korean Studies commented on the latest development like this and quote-unquote to facilitate North Korea's denuclearization the U.S. is suspending the large-scale joint military exercises while China on its end is making the mood for economic cooperation and do you agree that the suspension of Ulti Freedom Guardian which was originally scheduled for August which had been set for August will convince Pyongyang to denuclearize? They will convince Pyongyang to denuclearize because it's one of the many steps or many things that should be done to satisfy their sense of security. Uh, as uh, they discussed they, uh, at the uh, uh, in Singapore, uh, they discussed uh, security uh, guarantee for North Korea. I don't think this. Uh, uh, suspension of the uh, one-time suspension of the joint uh, South Korea and the United States and military exercise will uh, guarantee that. So, uh, in other words, it, it, it can be also re, 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 reversible. Uh, so, in other words, they can start it again if things don't go well. So, I don't put too much emphasis on this thing, but it, this uh, action certainly is 
uh, is moving into the right direction. So you're saying the suspension is a kind of message to show that uh, we're going to guarantee your regime um, security uh, rather than denuclearization. And according to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, President Trump has agreed to alter the armistice agreement in exchange for North Korea's denuclearization. And Pompeo suggested his potential visit to Pyongyang soon. Can you elaborate the significance of altering the armistice agreement of 1953? Uh, this particular language of altering of the uh, armistice agreement uh, is very vague, but we know they've been talking about uh, a, a declaration, uh, issuing a declaration to end the war. Uh, that is, uh, Korea is still at a technical state of a war. Uh, although uh, war ended, uh, you know, back in 1953. Now, uh, but also is the need to uh, kind of uh, peace agreement or peace treaty as part of a peace uh, uh, regime, and that is a long way to go. And uh, I don't uh, have this altering uh, means anything else. It doesn't really cha- uh, changing it, but I think replacing it, that's more realistic way of looking at it. And uh, as a person who's served in the State Department for nearly three decades, uh, what do you think about President Trump's rather unconventional approach to North Korea? Well, his uh, unique uh, uh, president, I've never seen any president uh, of the United States dealing with North Korean issues the way he has. And uh, he surprises everybody, and I think more surprises are to come. And uh, one thing, uh, he doesn't go by the traditional foreign policy uh, procedures in terms of format. He started the top down instead of down uh, 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 from bottom up. Uh, but I think uh, right after they, uh, this summit, they're going down again. In other words, details of uh, 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 what to be done and how they're going to agree timelines and how you're going to implement the process with denuclearization is coming from the presidential level down to secretarial level. So it's top down again. And uh, as you mentioned, Pompeo is working on it. And North Koreans have not even designated their own representative yet. So it's, again, a long way to go. And um, earlier in the week, we've had an interview with uh, Stephanie Von Reisberg from the State Department Interpreting Division to hear about uh, work. Now, back in September 2005, you wrote an article for the Washington Post titled You said I say deterrent uh, about the difficulty of interpreting high stakes discussions. So can you tell us a little bit about that article? Well, uh, there was, uh, I, I wrote the article uh, right after I uh, departed from, I, I retired from state, and also uh, right after uh, six party talks, the September 19th statement came out, and I uh, listed the kind of problems that uh, we have had with the North Korean nature and the type of North Korean regime who. Uh, that we were dealing with and what they do, what they thinking is like, and so forth. But uh, then also I did touch upon the difficulty of a communication between North Koreans and the Americans without uh, their uh, deeper cultural background knowledge uh, about each other. 
And, of course, linguistically, there are a lot of differences in shades and meanings and what have you. Yeah, finally, um, what do you think about Chairman Kim Jong's diplomacy since uh, he succeeded his father, but his duck, of course, taking a different path? Uh, of course. I think uh, uh, he has demonstrated uh, that he's able to uh, stage himself uh, and also body language, and he always choreographs his own behavior himself, I think, and he and uh, it produces good optics, and uh, that also gives a lot of a message to the audiences. And uh, I think he is uh, very well aware of what's happening in and around his country, and he knows how to deal with uh, foreign leaders. And before he met with President Trump, he had gone through a lot of actual full dress rehearsal of meeting foreign leaders. Twice with Xi Jinping, of course, this week he met with Xi Jinping again. They will make it third time, but also with the Minjin and Russian foreign minister in Pyongyang. So he's been, like you pointed out, uh, he has not seen foreign leaders or not active at all in terms of foreign policy for six years since he was in power. Now, he's been well-trained, and you know, the subject matters. Uh, he is at ease, and uh, he, he knows how to deal with uh, Donald Trump, for example. And he even learned uh, what I refer to as a diplomacy or art of flattery. You just uh, give uh, compliments to your uh, uh, partner, and especially Trump, mm-hmm. and he likes it, and it works. Wow. Okay, so that was Professor Tong Kim, visiting scholar at Korea University, University of North Korean Studies. Thank you so much for joining, Professor. All right.